So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks at work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. Change your mind here in about 10 minutes or so. We'll do the married couples are having less sex and their guesses as to why that is. And this is an actual uh, scientific study, not just, uh, you know, Dr. Oz or something. A poll of readers digesting right. readers yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of uh, sex, uh, another Fox News host has uh, been suspended for something or other. Eric Bowling, who is a Big old bag of dishitas. It's not something or other. He was showing pictures of gen- male genitalia to women. So this is interesting. I originally heard the story. He sent pictures of genitals to a couple of women he worked with. Then it mutated into he sent pictures of his genitals. But that was, I heard people discussing the story. Do we? Can we nail down, was it genitals in general? General genitals reporting for duty. How about it, you don't send pictures of anybody's genitals to your female coworkers or to anybody else? Yeah, how about you just? I'm don't talking do to my that. golf buddies here. <laughs> Quit it. Um, so was it his genitals or whose or or what? I mean, was it like a Brett Favre thing, or was it you know it was the, the, he he sent a, a picture of, of of a Wang dressed up as Thanksgiving turkey, and it said something hilarious. I mean, what was the nature of the the? We ought to get to the bottom of that. Uh, on the other hand, just looking at the guy, I can believe it. Yeah, no kidding. Not a fan. Um, and, and also, what else was I going to tease? Oh, oh, well, yeah. Coming up in a moment or two. The, the Game of Thrones, if you will, as various Republicans are eyeballing the presidency in 2020 and how, having been called on it, most are, are scurrying into the dark like cockroaches, denying what they're doing. Uh, others are not, so stay tuned for that. But as it is a, a Machiavellian... I'm smart. What? But I'm not a professional We're all hearing that, everybody. So, I'm, when it comes to... My psychosis has reached full bloom. I'm now hearing women pitch me on products in my head. Um, uh, since this is a Machiavellian uh, quest for power, we thought it would go beautifully with Sean's uh, 30-second Game of Thrones review. Sean, if you uh, no, are ready. This, yes, absolutely. Sword at your side. 
we have season seven, episode four, The Spoils of War. Enough with the clever plans. I have three large dragons, so says the mother of said dragons, Daenerys Targaryen. It's hard to see how much time has changed you until you meet someone who knew you who you once were. The remaining members of the Stark family continue to learn this lesson as they reunite in Winterfell. Jon Snow uses some convenient and very basic hieroglyphics discovered in the caves of Dragonstone to illustrate the impending doom of the undead army. Meanwhile, did someone bring a dragon to a sword fight? Yes, she did! Oh, <laughs> now, sorry. That sounds good. Sorry. So what What made it? You said it was a top five episode of all time, of, of seven seasons. What just in general? Lots of action? A uh, big plot twist? There's an 11-minute fight scene towards the end of the uh, the episode that features dragons in action like we have not seen uh, up to this point. With, the with, show watchers have waited, you know, six-plus seasons. Book readers have been waiting since the mid-90s uh, for, for this sort of... Uh, part of the story to take place. I wish I could just get that for my kids, the dragon fight. High dollar special effects? Oh, it looked glorious. Wow. It was awesome. Just people just getting roasted by dragon fire. Mm. Oh, yes! Roasted (laughs) human beings. Perhaps not for the youngsters. Maybe not. Keep wishing that that night good luck. Fancy armor doesn't do so well when it just works as an oven with with the dragon fire raining down upon you. It's one of the downsides of fighting a dragon. They're fire breathing, don't you know? So the, is this a story that ever has any sort of end, or does it just kind of go on and on? Uh, it does have an end game at some point, although the I mean the books that they're based on have not been completed yet either. Okay. So yeah, that was you know somebody okay. once uh, pointed out that uh, unless you die, there is no end in the story anyway, and the story goes on without you. So literature that has doesn't have a quote unquote end is much more realistic, much more uh, true to life. There you go. Me, I like it wrapped up with a bow, and they lived happily ever after except for the dead guy. (laughs) I really prefer literature like that. You want a montage. That's what you want. So uh, in the real Game of Thrones, the New York Times with a big article on uh, Front Page Sunday, I guess it was. Yeah. About all the people that are running for president as Republicans in 2020. Generally, that doesn't happen. For the uh, the sitting party to have a whole bunch of people are planning to challenge the president. Well, let me let me uh, quibble a little bit. They're not planning exact. Well, they're planning, not planning to, but doing planning. They're posturing. They're doing the things you generally do. You're giving a speech in Iowa. You're uh, meeting with big fundraisers and kissing their tukuses. You're making keynote speeches at national conservative conferences. You're doing things that generally you keep your head down and don't do if you know your guy is running for re-election. This is a beautiful example of uh, life inside the Beltway and life outside of it. I read the New York Times piece over the weekend. I was kind of interested in it. Um, they talk a lot about Mike Pence well, um, yeah. raising money, giving high-profile speeches that he's seems to be preparing for his own 2020 house bed. Well, Pence is is shot back saying, characterizing that notion as both laughable and absurd. My entire team will continue to focus all of our efforts to advance the president's agenda and see him reelected in 2020, he said in a statement, which which went on to praise uh, President Trump's work on job creation, rebuilding the military and fighting terrorism. And, you know, it's funny. I read that piece. <clears throat> and I didn't think for a second Mike Pence would be like in trouble or would have to issue a denial or anything like that. Because I was reading it thinking, oh, yeah, the president is fat. He's well into his 70s. It's a stressful job, so he could croak it. Or 
since he's a mercurial guy and he finds the job frustrating, he might decide he doesn't want to do it anymore, or because he's under investigation for these various things, may go sideways on him and he won't be available for 2020. And Pence personally and the Republican Party, you know, in general, would be absolutely insane not to have a contingency plan ready. So I read the article and I thought, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. But then the reaction comes, why I never, posturing to raising funds, I have never done such a thing. And it's like, who is that denial for? The president. Well, does he believe it? Well, you know, you know how the way he reacts to things. Yeah, I guess. Of course he's raising money just in case. What's I don't gonna, think Pence is going to challenge Trump. No, trying to primary him. No, no way. But there are a number of people who will, including John Kasich, Kasich the uh, governor of Ohio. He's clearly going to run. Oh yeah, I saw him yesterday. So it's going to be interesting. You'll have you'll have some heavyweight ish Republicans uh, trying to get the nomination. I mean, look at me throwing around a name. He he, he did he, he didn't even finish like in ninth place. Last time around, why why would why would he right. be a heavyweight this time? Yeah, try to get to double digits. You know, it's funny. I was uh, I made a reference to O'Halloran, who ran for the uh, Democrats. That was our pet name for. I couldn't remember the guy's name. We were making fun of what no names they were. I honestly, who was it we called O'Halloran? O'Toole? Sometimes we called him O'Toole. <laughs> O'Callahan was it? Chafee or Martin O'Malley? O'Malley. O'Malley. That's yeah. Martin that's O'Malley. It. O'Malley. <laughs> Dang, I, I honestly couldn't remember. But seriously, Lincoln Chafee. <laughs> we're, we're 200 days into this one. Right. Seriously. Right. You can't, you can't be talking about this yet. We just can't. Yeah, I know it. I know it. But the idea that Pence would have to issue a, 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 a strong denial. I, I can't believe. How dare you allege such a thing? Of course you're doing that. You'd be an idiot not to. But, you know, that's... That's uh, life life out here in the hinterlands as opposed to in the capital city. So there are a couple of theories as to why married couples are actually having considerably less sex than they did decades ago. And it's going that Tormones direction. Hormones in the water. Tap water's a gay bomb. Half the frogs in Houston are hermaphroditic. Or what is that Alex Jones says about that? We'll get that for you, folks. Two-thirds of the frogs down in Houston are bisexual. That's right. I was trying to think as I read through their explanations of why they think it is, what has changed in society? And they hit upon one of them that is a pretty drastic change in society. Now, would that lead to less sex among married couples? I don't know. You be the judge. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. your latest diet idea basing it on your dna they take a look at your uh your your you know you do a little dna test and you got this tendency or that tendency and they build your diet around that it actually sounds like it makes sense i don't know if it does or not but i've heard uh, various plans touting that i don't uh, you don't think it sounds like i mean well no it does sound like something that would be reasonable right right Also, did you see Putin's vacation pictures that came out over the weekend? Yeah, USA Today, him, really featuring them. Him sunning himself shirtless. Him fishing shirtless, riding, was it a horse, and all sorts of... Apparently, he doesn't own any shirts outside the Kremlin. He leaves, and his vacation, dacha, oh, I forgot to bring shirts again! Because he's there with his minister or something or other, and everything they do is shirtless. 
Hilarious. He looks great, though. Yeah, he does. Definitely. For a man of his age. For a 60-year-old guy. He's got to shave chest. He's all muscly. Very manly leader. So this information. I don't want to see our leader naked. This information comes from the journal Archives of Sexual Behavior. Their uh, March issue this year found that American adults were having less sex than they did a couple of decades ago. Married adults. Um, A lot of guys had archives of sexual behavior until the internet came out, then they threw them away, threw all the boxes out. Married people saw a drastic decline compared to unmarried couples or single adults. So it's not just adults are having less sex, it's married couples specifically. Uh, Drop in sexual activity across all race, gender, region, work status, and education levels. So it's none of those things. Marriage seems to be the key element here. From uh, when to when? Like the, uh, uh, the 30s or? 1989 to 2014. Wow, okay. They discovered that adults on average had sex about nine fewer times per year in the early 2010s compared to the way they did in the late 1990s. Wow. Nine times a year is a lot. You hate to lose that nine to ten times. That's that's the difference between being <laughs> uh, miserable or not miserable. Nine times a year, I'd say. That's, that's quite a bit. Uh, the paper suggested that decline is not related to extended work hours or the rise in the use of pornography. Now, here's some speculation. A lot of parents feel like they've already done about 50 things they didn't want to do that day, like getting up at dawn, dealing with their child's tantrums. Adding sex to the menu just seems like too much. Maybe that's true for women. That is the exact opposite for, for me and I think most guys. Can do. I've been doing crap I didn't want to do all day long. Now let's do something I really want to do. Not as opposed to, oh, not another thing I have to do. That's that's not <laughs> the way I've ever reacted to an opportunity to have sex. Um, <clears throat> so we turn to things like Netflix to unwind, which leads to immediate gratification with zero energy expended. Might be something to that, immediate gratification with zero energy expended. Sure. Again, specifically for women, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about, I only know about my own uh, uh, life as a man, but. I can't think of anything else that gives me more gratification than the amount of energy expended I'm not that concerned about. It's kind of funny in the English language that the expression is to have sex as opposed to do sex. I mean, you don't, I'm going to have golf this afternoon, or I'm going to have running this afternoon. Well, you have dinner, you don't do dinner. Have dinner, eat dinner, you'd eat dinner though. Have sex, do sex, you don't have it. Okay. After it's done, it's gone. But here's the one that I thought that was most interesting. A licensed marriage and family therapist said, um, one of the reasons might be the the amount parents are involved with their children now as opposed to in past years. And that is something that has no doubt been growing over time and fairly quickly. Yes. Uh, Everyday activities more than ever before. Um, they, they use the term helicopter parenting, and it's funny, I always think of helicopter parenting being something else, but I guess it does include all this sort of stuff. And it says this zaps energies that could go towards sex and other sexual activities, or maybe it just changes the, the marriage in such a way. But um, when I was a kid, when... Gladys? When we had family reunions, all the adults got together and did stuff, and the kids kind of figured out something to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't remember a lot of time spent on... Well, what are the kids going to do? We just went and did stuff. They were there to do their barbecue or do whatever they were going to do, and then we just found something to do. Right. Whereas every everything I'm ever at now where there are children, it is 
180 degrees the other direction. There is a plan for what the children are going to do, and the parents stand around and watch them and kind of talk a little bit amongst themselves. But it is it went from being completely focused on the adults and the kids are kind of the side project, mm-hmm. kids can figure it out, to the other way around based on everything I'm ever at. Well, and I, you know, I remember as a youngster as well that especially you know when school was out in the summertime, I would leave the house in the morning and the chances were like one in ten they'd see me again before dinner. Um, and it wasn't like driving me to Kung Fu, then right. to, uh, you know, then the, the Taekwondo to Mai Tai to, you know, Ding Dong Dui. And, uh, it's generally you know, karate or judo. I don't know anybody sure. who's doing Kung Fu. <laughs> right. Well, that's I their did, mistake. I did Kung Fu as a youth. Did you? Yeah. Awesome. That's why I can take them. Yeah. And um, then the sports practices, you drop the kid off. The swimming pool, you drop the kid off. Every kid at the pool, their parents are there. Right. Every sports practice you go to, almost all the kids are there. And excuse me, I think I got a ride to baseball practice once when I was running late. I'd ride my bike. So, Joe, you better leave baseball. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. So I don't know if, if so those... I, can, I only imagine that the house was rocking I, while I was, well, uh, you know, taking ground balls. So it's, to a certain extent, there'd be some just less amount of time that parents are alone in their homes. So that could uh, contribute it. I, and I don't know if it, but I don't know if it's the energy it takes to drive your kids to kung fu and sports practice, or, or the birthday parties that are all about the kids and the adults are just like you're along for the ride. Your your life is meaningless now. The birthday party is all about the the five year old, which is the way they all are. I'm not blaming anyone. Mine are, your are, everybody's are. Um, but there could be just a focus, like some something something went on in our brains, a mental focus of. Well, having sex isn't something designed to make the children happy. Everything else we've done all day long is designed to make the children happy. Um, and I think it's making the children mostly miserable and neurotic. I mean, the the complete helicopter parenting. I mean, everything in its proper measure, naturally. I don't want children raised by wolves. <laughs> Unless they're caring wolves. Well, do yeah. you think they had it wrong when we were kids? No. I don't think so either. No, I don't. So why did really it change don't. them? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This society is so odd. We're turning Japanese. I don't know. Of course, the Japanese aren't having children at all. Neither are Americans, mm-hmm. to a large extent. But And when you do have children, they become the center of the universe. Now, you know, I blame the media on a lot of this, and you blame the media blamers. Mm-hmm. Um, the constant broadcasting of every horror, and I used to say anywhere in America... Somebody in rural Ohio has their kids snatched by a pervo. Every single person in America hears of it. Well, now it's it's international. I saw a, a news tease the other day. I can't remember. I don't think it was a kid thing, actually. But it was a uh, dangerous car wreck reminds us of the need to blank, blank, blank. I thought, wow, okay, some sort of fatality. I wonder if roads are closed near me. Turned out to be a car wreck in, like, Bangladesh. That they were teasing on the news. So now every horror anywhere on earth, you know, seven, eight billion people, we have to, we, well, we hear about. And so I think people are just, they feel like their, their, their little bird has to be under their wing at all times. Well, that explains, could explain some of those things, like why a kid can't ride his bike to baseball practice or whatever. It doesn't explain why all the adults stand around and watch five-year-olds have a birthday party all afternoon when it would have been unthinkable. 20 years ago, you know, <laughs> or 30 years ago or whenever. You know, it's funny is Judy and I just be, be old fashioned or not hip or socially disconnected, but we didn't do that. We said, drop your kid off. We'll do the party thing. But what about Come the, and get them? What about the parties you went to, though? 
Did uh, they do it? I generally would beg off. We'll see. You I probably there, went so. to one or two. <laughs> but that's what people do I'm, at those things. I'm not things. going to a three-year-old's party. That's what people do at those things. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It seems odd to me. It, well, it's certainly different. Whether you whether you whether you think it's better or worse, it's different. Oh no, it's worse. Well, I think so too. But uh, is it is it the women? Everything's a social occasion. Let's all be. get together and chat. The kids will be there. Let's all chat. It's like how women have ruined little league. My theory now it's about uniforms and ceremonies. Used to be nobody played organized ball until they're eight. And then they wore a T-shirt and, like, maybe a team hat. Now you got five-year-olds in full unis because it's cute, the pictures are great, and you have ceremonies. Kind of got off track here This because this is just because I buy this theory more than the other ones, but at all leading back to why are married couples having considerably less sex than they did just well, not that long ago. Well, I'm, it's all related. No way Steve McQueen was standing around a four-year-old's birthday party chatting. No way. He was driving around at a high rate of speed, looking manly, <laughs> shooting people as necessary. What's happened to American masculinity? Men, don't go to birthday parties and stand around. Little kid parties. Go do something manly. Hunt a deer and skin it. Or sex up your wife. Or sex up your wife. Exactly. Of course, if she's standing around the birthday party. Right. That would be really embarrassing for the kids. Sex up your neighbor's wife. That's right. <laughs> yes. Sex. That's right, Arnold. Sex somebody up. Does that count as married sex? God, we are becoming here. We're, we're becoming hormone-weakened, hermaphroditic people. The modern human being is sucking down hormones in the water. It's a gay bomb. <laughs> I actually don't believe that. Uh, but there's something odd going on. Since things change so quickly, I wonder if the, the, the kids that are growing up with this, are they going to... Is it going to swing back the other way? They're going to think that the whole birthday party thing when I was a kid was crazy. All these adults standing around watching us. Right. It's <laughs> I don't weird. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's a, a, a great deal of what happens is a reaction to what happened before it. Oh, sure. So we shall see. But I don't know what's driving this one. Well, I didn't grow up thinking, you know what was missing when I was a kid? is a bunch of adults standing around watching birthday parties. Yeah, you're at Johnny's, you're playing uh, soldiers or whatever. Yeah, we actually used to do that. Not only that, um, you had an interesting experience where your child seemed to infer that it was better if you were kind of keeping oh, a yeah. distance and yeah. he could engage yeah. with his friends on, on their own friend level. That's right. Oh, yeah. I wish when we were playing ball all day in my buddy's backyard, the moms could have been supervising it. Good Lord. It would have been horrible. Or I grow up hurt that my dad wasn't at all my sports practices. Why would yeah. he be at my sports practice? It's just a practice. I'm just <laughs> taking batting be, practice. It's some, all right. Don't yeah. you have something else to do? Yeah. So I, I wonder what drove all this. Yeah. I remember, uh, you know, coaching Everybody youth sports. Oh, uh, yeah. The forgotten art of Kung Fu. Sean yes. and I know. You use the opponent's force against them. But I actually have... Uh, I had parents apologize to me. I'm so sorry. I've got to drop little Jenny off or little Johnny off at practice today, and I'll be back at the end. And I would tell them, that's perfectly fine. You don't need to be there. If you enjoy sitting there and talking to the other parents, feel free. It's fine. But I'm not here for you. I'm here for them. I don't do whatever you want. It's leading to less sex among married couples. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, American cities fighting back against the Trump administration's stance on sanctuary status. 
Training to fail, an exercise fad that is trending, and Starbucks fighting back on the so-called Dreamer's Day specials. Coming up, minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I like a lot of those stories. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I just saw the scenes from last night's Game of Thrones. That looks pretty awesome. Man, that looks like a big budget Hollywood movie. Like a gazillion dollar Hollywood movie. You got the dragon flying around roasting people? Ooh, how come nasty. Af- how can they afford to do that for a show that's on for one hour on a Sunday night on Showtime? Oh, speaking of getting blasted, great news for drinkers. Unbelievable news from the world of science. For the cocktail lovers amongst us. Stay with us. Today's my 11th anniversary of not drinking. Well, I'm so sorry be, to hear that because so, this is great news. So it'll be of no use for me. News happy now. Uh, birthday. Is that uh, a thing or what? Is it happy anniversary? Like, what do I say to someone in your shoes if I wanted to say, uh, you know, well done, sir? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Well, mm. well done, sir. Thank you very much. There you go. Uh, news now with Marshall Phillips. Yeah, Chicago suing the Justice Department today. Mayor Rahm Emanuel says his city's going to be filing suit over the DOJ's newly announced policy and not awarding law enforcement grants to sanctuary cities that refuse to cooperate with federal immigration officers. Yeah, hey, Rahm, you're running a murder mill of a city. Why don't you look into that instead of quibbling about this? Uh, You know, I heard a stat the other day. Chicago has, I can't remember how many murders so far this year. It's actually pacing ahead of last year, which was like, you know, Baghdad during, you know, pre-surge when people were getting their knees drilled into. Just horrific. But somebody pointed out that there were were several hundred murders, but more than 6,000 shootings in Chicago this year. More than 6,000 attempted murders with guns, but the trauma surgeons of the city are so capable now. They're like war zone surgeons. They're the best in the world because they deal with so many gunshot wounds. Um, The murder rate could easily be vastly higher at the rates of shootings in like the 90s. Or the rates of death per shooting, if that held consistent till now, the murder rate would be astonishingly high. It's already horrifically high. It's just the skill of the surgeons that is allowing Rahm Emanuel, for instance, to stay in office and pretend that, yes, there's a 17% rise in murders, but if the surgeons weren't so good, it'd be like a 40% rise. But on the sanctuary city thing, can't we fast track this somehow without having to work it through the courts and find a particular test case or whatever? As Joe's been saying for a while, it's clearly the sort of thing the Supreme Court is just going to have to decide. Right, so let's get it on. Let's just jump to it. That's more running battles in the streets of Portland on Sunday. Police arresting three people at the city's waterfront. You had several members of the opposing groups of uh, Artifa and the conservative Patriot Prayer Group with some running running battles and altercations yesterday in the streets. Uh, They managed to uh, get a handle on it, and it went on and on and on throughout the afternoon. Beautiful. And it is not uncommon for high-intensity trainers to demand you give them one more rep when you already feel you've reached your limit. You may have also heard the acronym AMRAP, which stands for as many reps as possible, or the term concentric failure. Training to failure is now a fitness trend to be pushed beyond your limits. Eastern Illinois University 
shows while the strategy can be effective to getting physical results, it should not be performed repeatedly over long periods of time as it could lead to, as you know, potentially debilitating injuries like my Armstrong and Getty show sports-related injuries that I have suffered. Right, sure. Hernia, you do. had nothing to do with the show. When do you get to do push-ups again? I, I have not even been able to get in to get a second opinion yet. Okay. And these are hernii. They're plural. <laughs> there is no truth to the online ad you may have seen claiming Starbucks is offering discounts to illegal uh, immigrants. The <laughs> ads announce August 11th as Dreamer Day when people in the U.S. illegally supposedly can get a 40% discount. <laughs> Nice. Starbucks is officially discrediting the bogus ads. Fake news. And Usain Bolt had his farewell party spoiled when Justin Gatlin beat him in the 100 meters at the World Championships. The final finish shows Justin Gatlin as the world champion. So after 10 years and three world championships, the world 100-meter title comes back to the United States. In the person of a guy who's been banned multiple times yes. for various performance-enhancing drugs, stimulants, etc. Yeah, and they had a ceremony in which our team from 2013 got to take their gold medals because the they tested the blood right. four years ago on the team that won and found they cheated. Nice. And so our team, they're now in their... No, it was longer than that. It was, it was a long time ago because they're all in their 30s now. They were in their early 20s then. And they got their gold medals and... A lot of said it kind of takes all the fun out of it, as it would. Yes. Yeah. Just <laughs> old Justin Gatlin, though. He's like 36 years old. Right. What is he, 35, 36? And he's the fastest sprinter in the world? And they'll test his blood, and in eight years, they'll tell us that he was doping. It'll probably bubble and steam like a cartoon <laughs> lab. You know, the cartoon scientist. Right. It's hard to take much of this seriously. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here, I'm Strong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. I like your idea. Let people take as many performance-hancing drugs as they want. Oh, yeah. Four-second hundred meters. Whatever. Exactly. If you want to put your body through that and your brain, go ahead. I'm all for it. Hey, we got some texts on the why uh, married people are having less, less sex, among other things, coming up. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't go with the one obvious answer. Okay. Yeah. One obvious like you answer. you did the study. <laughs> That's right. Every study on the Armstrong and Getty Show, we replicate at home. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm assuming this text is from a woman... You nailed it. Our kids take all our energy. Sex is the last thing I want when I go to bed. Space and being unneeded is what I want. Sad, but true. Sad! Says this woman. You could tell it was from a woman because she put little hearts over the eyes. Mm. And I just don't think many guys would say, after working all day long, sex is the last thing I want. I just don't think that many guys say that. Caroline tweeted this at us. People are more overweight than ever. For men, more estrogen from the fat decreases the sex drive. Another reason for less sex? Mm. So, yeah, clearly. Clearly that's part of it. Uh, thanks for the note, Caroline. That's nice. Well, she's cute, by the way. You're cute. Um, That's undeniably true for both men and women. The more overweight you are. Uh, the more you have the uh, the not wanting to get sexed up chemicals going. It only takes one person out of the two to not want to. Right. The other person can be the same as they ever were. So, Well, and imagine the horror if it's Debodia. 
Now here's something from the world of science you can appreciate. Well, if you're not, if you're both not interested, it doesn't make it doesn't make any difference. Maybe you're both perfectly happy then. Or are you? You I think you are, but you're not. <laughs> Ask me if you're happy I've, or not. I'll I've, tell you on I've, a case by case basis. I've never quite understood the you think you're happy, but Cor- you're not. <laughs> oh, I'm more than happy to tell people when they're not happy. University of California, San Diego, claims in a new study that certain people who regularly consume moderate to heavy amounts of alcohol are more likely to live to 85 without developing dementia and other cognitive problems compared to people who don't drink at all. Interesting. Is it one of those things that you can uh, substitute grape juice or something and get benefits or not? Stand by. The (laughs) long-term study was largely based on white, middle-class men and women. I'm one of those. Uh, living in a master-planned community in San Diego, I don't San Diego County. I don't know if my community is master-planned. <laughs> it appears to have been planned because you got random. a street, then you got a sidewalk, then you got a yard, then you got a house, which seems to be really good planning. So it's not just a chicken coop, then a brothel, then a school. <laughs> <laughs> but whether that's master-planned or merely planned, I do not know. A uh, paper published in the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease. New UC San Diego paper says in part that, quote, moderate and heavy drinkers had twofold higher odds of living to age 85 without cognitive impairment relative to non-drinkers. Now, um, in a statement, the university said that, and here's some of your mamby-pamby stuff. By uh, the federal definition, moderate drinking involves consuming up to one alcoholic beverage a day for adult women of any age and men age 65 and older, and up to two drinks a day for adult men under age 65. Heavy drinking is defined as up to three alcoholic beverages per day for women of any adult age and four drinks a day for adult men under 65. Drinking more than these amounts is categorized as excessive. Yeah, put on a skirt. It's characterized as Friday night. (laughs) Uh, Characterized as none of your business. (laughs) The university went on to say that the study does not suggest drinking is responsible for increased longevity and cognitive health. Alcohol consumption, particularly wine, is associated with higher incomes and education levels, which in turn are associated with lower rates of smoking, mm. lower rates of mental illness, and better access to health care. Interesting. Uh, so it's not clear to me at all. Anyway. In terms of not drinking. Among, although among the middle class people who aren't, you know, smoking meth and turning tricks down at the bus station or whatever, it seemed to help them <laughs> avoid the Alzheimer's. <laughs> Just uh, just throwing it out there for anybody who, you know, has something they want to quit but not sure they can or whatever. Not only have I not had a drink in 11 years as of today, I haven't wanted to have a drink in 10 and a half years, which is the most amazing part of it to me. Mm, that's got to help. Had, I've had no desire to have a drink for 10 and a half years, so that makes it a lot easier. i got another, another friend who says that in a similar situation. He goes, no, I don't have the slightest desire for it, no. which, is, which is good. That's yeah, thank God. Yeah. Uh, this, More for me. This text. <laughs> I'm overweight and I have a massive sex drive. Good for you. Several texters you want can't you argue, to. You uh, though, that, that excessive fat produces estrogen. Now, you have the testosterone of a stallion, and for that, I congratulate you. Uh, several texters would like you to look at their life situation and tell them whether or not they should be happy. Right. And whether you think you're happy or not. <laughs> oh, you not think you're happy, analysis. but you're not. No, I'll explain why you're unhappy. <laughs> You've got a band-aid over the sore of your misery. No, I think I'm just happy. No, 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 no. No, you're no. not. You're deeply, deeply troubled. <laughs> no, I feel pretty good. You're lying to yourself. <laughs>
Yeah, that's good news for us uh, folks who enjoy a glass of wine in the evening. Sure. I don't. I don't feel like I'm getting Alzheimer's. Of course, I'm. That would it would be really tragic if I was at my age. I always think it's interesting on the the, the whole heart thing that they regularly talk about the wine and 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 like at the very end they'll throw in one sentence. You can also drink grape juice. You know, I don't think they think that anymore. Oh, they don't. Yeah, but these things come and go. They contradict drink. themselves and the rest of it. I don't. I don't drink enough grape juice either, so I don't know. Probably not. A little. It's a little tart for me. I'm thinking of getting into the drinking your vegetables. Mm. Lifestyle, like a V eight or something like really? that. Really, yeah. I've never liked that flavor though. Oh, it's gross. It is disgusting. Yeah, I know it's terrible. Remember they're trying to push V eight on the, on the world years ago. Yeah, like it was just going to be a beverage that caught I could have had a V eight, like a Coca Cola. Right. Oh. Although they've got day. a fruity one now. All right, that's supposed to be pretty good. Caitlin drinks it. Hmm? Trying to get her fruit and veggies in. Oh, does, lot, does that have a lot of energy in it? Also, it's like a rock star that tastes like fruit. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> No, I, I do not believe so. Uh, Kate starts her new job in a couple of days, I guess. Oh, I'm so excited for her. And the boyfriend got his first professional job. Off and running. In the engineering world. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, things are good. I'm rooting for him. But, you know, back to helicopter parenting. Uh, they're captaining their own ship now. I wish them luck. They're going to, you know, make mistakes, I'm sure, and have rough patches. But they'll sail through it, Jack, to a distant shore. <laughs> Okay. I, just, I kind of fell in love with my metaphor there. <laughs> Lost track of it. And then, you know, when they call and say, Dad, we're really happy, I'll let them know whether they're no, happy or not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Here's why. You sit down, son. I'll tell you why you're not happy. You think you're happy. Yeah, we'll see. Man, you know, it's funny. We're Jack and I were comparing notes about this, I guess it was last week. And Remember what you said to me about your dad and... About the uh, the radio program internship you're in or something, he was very happy, right? And now now I totally get why because like you've demonstrated an ability to feed yourself, yeah. Which which for uh, you know uh, some of our younger listeners, you used to have to do that. You have to feed yourself. You have to find work. You have to provide for yourself because if you don't, nobody else will. Yeah, it's, it's something that a person should think about a lot. Yeah, but Nancy Pelosi believes you shouldn't have to. If you want to be a poet or a photographer. A lot of texters suggesting you get a juicer. That's the hot new thing. I'll get a juicer. Right away. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.